Hello? Fucking hell, this is scary, man. Drew? Drew? Fucking hell. Is that a werewolf? Oh, it's just a caveat bag. Oh, God, I've been here since last Friday. Drew? Hi, Richie. Oh, God, for that. Fucking hell, I've been here all week. All week? We only just said the first two days ago. Oh, well, you know me with time. Uh, um, right, I really need to get out of here. Like, this is, I'm shitting myself here. Like. I, I can tell, just looking at you. Mm. But I tell you, um, I found a cabin uh, the, just over there. And it's a bit of a long corridor inside it, but we can go and check it out. Get, get inside. I'm there. Right, let's go. Trying, I'm trying. We'll get the key. I am using the key. Oh, get that fire going, Richie. Oh, two minutes. It's gonna, it's gonna be light out now. It's fucking freezing in here. Miserable uh, being outside. I don't know. It was a bit nippy out there. Like, mm. but, uh, but I suppose these walls will keep us safe from whatever the hell's out there, like. Totally agree with you on that one. Right. Sit yourself down. Mm hmm Because this week we're not doing a believe it or not. Uh-huh. What are we doing? It's Drusifer's campfire story time. Oh god. <laughs> so the story that I have got for us. Sorry. Excuse, sorry. Excuse. I told you I was <laughs> I told you I was a bit scared. Right, sorry, go on. I know the thought of me telling a story is quite scary. So the story I've got for us today, you know, with it being the Halloween special, is called When Looking Through Old Family Photos, I Found Something Strange in the Background. Every year, my family would get a family photo taken. We would always go to the same place, the local park. We'd then all stand in front of a large oak tree and pose for that year's family photo. Every year. We would ask our close family friend, Terry, to take the photo. It was our one tradition that we would follow every year as a family. We followed this tradition for over 15 years. My family isn't really what you would call a close family. We all get along well enough, but we've always been too different from one another to ever have a really close bond. Despite this though, the day we would take our family photo would be the one day of the year that I could feel a real sense of unity and we really felt like a close family. My family consists of me, my mother, my father, my younger sister Samantha and my older brother Jake. Five of us in total. Me and my siblings always had an alright relationship growing up. We fought often, but we always found a way to forgive each other before starting our next argument. That sounds a bit like you and uh, you and your brother, doesn't it, Richie? I know. Over the years, however, we began to drift apart. I think as we got older and got more responsibilities in life, we all found it too difficult to maintain our relationship with one another. 
Jake had a few kids and moved to a different state, and Samantha became a fairly successful lawyer, and so was always very busy. Both of my parents have since passed away as well, so in terms of family, I don't really have any now. When my parents passed away, they left everything to us three kids, and then we then divided it up between each of us. Somehow, I ended up with all of the family photos that were taken throughout the years. Maybe, uh, maybe I was missing my family, or maybe I was feeling nostalgic. But whatever it was, I decided that I wanted to look through the old family photos and reminisce on years gone by. I went up to the old desk that is sitting inside of the small study room and opened the top drawer. Inside there was a large pile of old papers that I hadn't been through for many years. I searched through the bills and old letters, looking for the photos that I knew I had placed in this drawer. I had to search through all of the paper at the bottom of the drawer, sat the small stack of photographs of me and my family standing in front of the old oak tree. I gathered them up and closed the drawer, before heading out to study and sitting in the armchair that is in my lounge. I looked down at the photograph that was on top of the pile. I remember that years ago I had placed the photos in chronological order, and so the photograph on top was the earliest one taken. I was about three in the photograph. My parents were both standing behind me, and my brother Jake was next to me. Samantha hadn't been born yet, so she didn't make an appearance in this edition of the family photo. I flicked through the photos, watching me and my brother grow older in each one, and then seeing my sister making an appearance in the fourth photo. I then saw both me and my siblings grow into older kids, then teenagers, and just as I was beginning to look like a man, the photos ended. I knew why the photos ended there. It wasn't because we were getting too old for it. I knew it was because my parents would no longer be in them, and I don't think us kids felt right about taking the photos if our parents were absent from them. I continued looking at the last photo. I was looking at both my parents in the images, looking back at their smiling faces, smiling because they didn't yet know what would happen to the two of them. Then, something caught my eye. Behind the back of both of my parents, between the branches of the old oak tree, a man was standing in the background, facing the camera and smiling. He was a very strange looking man. He had long grey hair that hung down around the side of his head, but he was balding on top. God, this sounds like the the bad guy out of uh, Poltergeist too, doesn't it? Does that? He was missing a number of teeth, and so his mouth was mostly a gaping black hole. His eyes, however, were probably the strangest thing. That he almost appeared red, but that must have... But that must have been because of the flash of the camera. I laughed a little bit to myself, thinking that we had been photobombed. I then finished flicking through all of the photos, and so was back at the beginning. I was about to put the photos back in the drawer, but that's when I saw it again. I saw him again. The same man, standing in the same spot behind my parents. The man looked the same age as he did in the previous photo, even though this one was many years earlier. He also had the same expression on his face, staring and smiling at the camera. 
His eyes were also the same shade of red as they were in the previous photo. I was a bit worried at this point. How could he appear in both photos that were taken 15 years apart? I then looked at the next photo, and standing behind the oak tree and behind my parents was the same man, looking exactly the same, his eyes still red. I then started to flick through each photo once again, and in each photo, in the same spot, stood this mysterious stranger. The more I looked, however, the more I began to think he wasn't smiling at the camera, but instead was laughing at my family standing there. I didn't know who this man was, and I didn't know why he was always standing between my parents and watching my family. I tried to think of different rational explanations. Maybe this man knew that we took a photo every year and so planned to always be in the background of the photo. Or maybe it was one of my parents' friends playing a joke on us. I managed to convince myself that it was someone my parents knew and they were just playing a joke. This helped comfort me enough and helped me try and forget what I had seen. I decided to turn on the television to further take my mind off of it. I switched it on and watched whatever was on for an hour or two. But that's when it happened. The words, breaking news. <laughs> I knew that was going to get you when I got to it. The words breaking news appeared, interrupting whatever sitcom I was watching. The newsreader began to speak and an image of a man I knew all too well appeared on the screen. Terry Sturt, convicted murderer, has died today, the newsreader said. As the image of Terry, my parents' close friend and the photographer of all of our family photographs appeared on the screen. He died in his cell after a long battle with cancer. Terry was convicted back in 1996 of the murder of Edward and Teresa Barter, the newsreader continued, as a photo of my parents flashed up on the screen. Terry Sturt has always maintained that he was innocent, and today, in a deathbed confession, he revealed who he believes is responsible for the death of what Terry calls his closest friends. Terry claims that the man responsible is a man by the name of Paul Randling. However, Seven News can reveal that Paul Randling had long since been dead before the murders of Edward and Teresa Barter took place. The newsreader finished speaking and the sitcom I was watching began to play once more. I couldn't get the man out of my head though. Paul Randling. Paul Randling. Paul Randling. My brain repeated over and over. I hadn't heard of the name before, but I had to know who it was. I pulled out my phone and opened Google and typed the name Paul Randling into the search bar and then hit search, as you do. Most of the results were for Facebook profiles of people with that name. After a bit of searching, however, I managed to find an article with the name Paul Randling in it. I began to read. Murderer Paul Randling will face life in prison February 5th, 1943. Paul Randling has today been sentenced by the hideous crime for... A... <sighs> Paul Randling has today been sentenced for the hideous crime of a double murder. He has been convicted of murdering a young couple in cold blood. The couple's names cannot be revealed, but it is known that they have left behind two young children. Randling, 58, will be facing life in prison for his crimes and will likely never see the outside of a jail cell ever again. 
Underneath the article was a small drawing of Randling, and it was unmistakable. This was the man in the photograph that was standing behind my parents. I didn't know what this meant. How could this man that was jailed in the 40s be in the background of all of my family photographs? I decided to look at the photos once again, just to make sure it was the same person. I picked up the small stack of photos and looked at the top one, but the man was no longer standing behind my parents. He had moved. I looked through all of the photos, and it was the same in all of them. He had moved from behind my parents. He was now standing right behind me. That's the sound of the police! Well, I suppose there's nothing scary outside now then, other than the pigs. <laughs> I know. Uh, FBI, open up! Literally, we got spotted. Kind of. I bet it was Billy Barnes. That's who they were looking for, Billy Barnes and Margaret Chair at large. Well, yeah, uh, that was mad. Right, uh, I'll tell you what the police officer did say it was, though. Cue the music! So this week is uh, we've got a few sponsors this week for Richie's Corner. Uh, one of them is Peter's Pumpkins. Uh, if you want a pumpkin, see Peter. Uh, Betty's Brooms. If you want a broomstick, go and see Betty. And um, and don't phone me up, please. Just dropping by. Okay, so we've got one here from Dave the Vampire. Your show has five stars on Spotify. How? Cheeky bastard. I know. It's my review that's a five anyway. I know, we're the only ones who reviewed them. This one's from Frank and Stein. Drew is a wanker. Uh, Dr. Jekyll. I don't feel quite myself tonight. Maybe he needs to hide. That's what caused all the problems. Uh, Mr. Hyde. Is wrote in saying fuck off. Um, oh, sounds like Mr. Hyde might have to rest. Maybe he needs to see a doctor. Do you wanna, I'm, I'm tempted to go outside and tell them that the tell the police that it's you. Okay, Willie the Werewolf wrote in. What is the best way to break up your girlfriend? Sorry, did you say break up with or just to break her up? To break up with. <laughs> As I normally start in the middle and work my way down. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Myers, I'm coming for you. Dirty bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll have a hard job. The house is surrounded by police still. (laughs) Uh, Ghost-faced, I'm gay. Good for you. Such strength. Maybe you need to tell Ray. Shut up. Gail Weathers, I think my car is haunted. Jenny the Bat has wrote in. What's your favourite thing about Halloween? Um, you first. Drugs. Drugs and hiding from the police. 
It's the sound of the police. Uh, my favourite thing about Halloween. Mm. Want some candy? You? <laughs> no. No, I was thinking Predator too. Nah, shut up. Uh, Jenny, we don't care. Um, Chucky has wrote in. Is it true that you eat daft rolls on the toilet? Fuck's in that. Only in spoon. Xenomorph uh, has wrote one. Uh, and it says... <laughs> Well, Xenomorph <laughs> needs to fuck off back to Zeta Reticuli. Kelly has wrote in, It's not fair how everyone's focused on Halloween and not me. So this year I'm going to dress like a very fucking slag to bring the attention back to me. I thought you dressed like a slag every day anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Psychic Sandra's wrote in, oh, I knew that was coming. Are you expecting the police by these jokes? <laughs> Wow, she really is psychic. I know. Um, <clears throat> and then we've got one here from Swaff, Ch Swaff Chardman. Tell me a story, Richie. Ah, story. So, have you ever heard of the legend, Stingy Jack? I have not. Well, that's where the Jack O'Lantern comes from. You tricked the devil twice. Um, what was it? It was a. It's an Irish. Folk, folk tale. Folk tale. Folk yeah. tale. Uh, which was first on print in the nineteenth century, so it could go way back. Uh, you invited the devil for a drink. Uh, As you do. And then he tricked the devil into turning it into a coin or something. So he. You had to pay with the devil or something, something like that. And he tricked him anyway. Um, and then, he done that twice, I think. Mm -hmm. And then, when he died, God wouldn't let such an unsavory character out of heaven. And uh, the devil was still mad at him, because he was a dick. Mm -hmm. um, so they made him roam the earth with nothing but a hot coal to light his way, which right. he hollowed out a turnip and put it in. Right. And that's where the term Jack O'Lantern comes from. Right. Mm. That's a good one. It is. But the real story here is, anyways, we're sitting here doing a podcast, right, and I'm just about to write down Big Floppy Donkey Dick for Drew to look at and laugh. Uh, and the police knock, <laughs> he definitely saw that on the desk when he, when he came in. I don't. I mean, he looked down and said, "Oh, that that that's a nice microphone." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, we're in the middle of recording an episode of the podcast. Like, oh, we're going to be in it. No, I'm cutting it out. We should have let him be in it, you know." Uh, I mean, l listening back before we uh, before resuming the story, you should definitely keep it. Mm -hmm. um, you know what it is? I should have just left the whole thing recorded. That would have been meant, wouldn't it? Yeah, just let they recorded the whole conversation. Oh, if I hadn't known you were recording, I would have said, he's underneath the desk, Drew! And then they would have just piled on you, when I would, and then I would have been shouting, he's also got Drew's head a gun! It would have been great. You getting tased and dragged out by your fucking ears. Again. Ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then with the tears. These I'll be honest, right? That's, that story was supposed to be in detail, and, but they've really filled me off a day now. <laughs> they really have. 
It was scary, right? Like. And then you were, they were like, "Who is it?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, hiding behind the door." And uh, I, I that's the thing, like, "Who is it?" And they're like, "Where'd that voice come from?" I think she said, "Where'd that voice come from?" Fucking hell, man! <laughs> they're like, "Police, open up!" So I was like, "Fuck!" I had to run to the toilet and throw me drugs down the toilet, and, <sighs> and then you had to throw my drugs down the toilet. I tell you what, I'm really surprised though. They didn't even ask who I was. I know. I could have been the guy that was like, there's a plot twist. It's definitely been uh, a more interesting than expected episode. Yeah, normally we'll have a cat popping, like, not fucking, they were quite scary, they just appeared at the back door, you know. I know. I don't know how they got through. Because both, both of those side gates are unlocked. You got a side gate? Well, there's the one going... Oh, right, aye. Because they, they, um... With it being a terraced house. That's how I'm going to bake it, wouldn't it? Aye. Aye. Oh. I hope they actually shut the side gate behind them. You're fucking joking, aren't you? Aye, true. We are talking about the police. They're not, they don't, they're not considerate about anybody. Police are strange, aren't they? They're a, they're a strange mix of really canny, but also cunt. Anyways, fuck that. We, we'll talk about that later. Really messed it up, haven't they? I know. Fucking pigs. Um. But she's gonna rest him when I go outside. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fucking big little fat bastard. And uh, right, cue your music. Right. Okay. Well, it looks like the um, the sun's coming out outside. The, the forest is looking a bit lighter. Should we uh, get out while we still can and see if we can get out of this forest and get home? Yeah, let's go. Oh, fucking hell, the pigs are all over the place. Is that Michael Myers that got pinned up against that tree? <laughs> Looks like it. Look, there's a werewolf in the back of the ride one. Wait, is that Pennywise? Oh, he's on a drug dog. Drug charge, definitely. An old girl, I mean, They've emptied yeah. his pockets to kind of get to the bottom of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they probably, well, they heard him talking about uh, floating and they probably thought he meant about getting high. Probably why they're searching him for drugs. Well, see? And the moral of the story is, is that the real monsters in life are humans. They are indeed. Right, well, Richie, I think if the pigs are all over there arresting all the horror movie characters, especially the ones who have wrought in today on Richie's story. Strangely enough, yeah. I think if they're all over there, we would probably be better off going over that way. Yeah. Oh, really? I've just got a text off Psychic Psychic Sandra. Look out! Look out! Ah, it's a zero move! Oh my God! 